Hello and welcome to Season 2, Episode 5 of the Marketing Matters podcast from BSA Marketing. As usual, I'm sitting here today with my fellow podcast presenter, David Wright. Hi there. And we're sitting in a um, surprisingly dry glossop today, a bit unusual for this time. It seems to have been raining for about the last three months, but actually today is looking quite nice. So um, anyway, but on with the show. Today, we're going to look again at a a more practical aspect of marketing. And today we're looking at at WordPress. We've been using WordPress for our websites for a number of years, probably, I was going to say five, but with these things, it's usually longer. It's probably closer to 10. And we, we have sort of pretty much now uh, exclusively use WordPress. So David, why do, why is it we love WordPress so much? I think it really fits our whole approach to business and our whole sort of the proposition where we work with clients because the beauty of it is it is, it is so flexible that and I think WordPress is obviously when it was first launched as a as a, w- a website development platform it was designed it was pitched as being very simple, very straightforward and easy to use, which I guess it was. But what's happened over the over the years is that it has, has developed a huge increase in functionality, which has brought in some complications, but it's still fundamentally a very simple system and a very powerful content management tool. So it, it actually, I think, delivers a really good platform for a collaborative approach where the kind of routine stuff that people need to do if they're going to have a dynamic website that can be done easily in-house and and so it can be done quickly and flexibly but then when you want to do some more under the hood kind of developments it's very easy for a, a partner to work with you to add the functionality to the site to make your site a, a better tool for your yeah. business. Okay. I mean, I'm, uh, just while we're in, I'm going to drop in a few. I found a website with lots of WordPress stats. So I'm going to drop a few uh, did you knows into there. So did you know that actually it was 27th of May 2003 was when WordPress was launched. So uh, it is, I mean, I guess that makes it about 16 years old. I think we've probably been using it for about, as I say, 10. So yeah, it's, it, in internet terms, that's that's quite long. And Interestingly, it was co-developed by a guy from Manchester, just down the road from us. Never mind Manchester, it was Stockport. Stockport, so where it was we even more local. <laughs> Indeed. But yeah, I mean, you mentioned there that you mentioned the idea of partners there a few times. And I think it, it, I'm guessing from that you're suggesting that WordPress is, there are elements of it that you as a, a sort of a standard user or a website owner would not be wanting to sort of get into the technicalities yourself. So how easy, how easy is it to find partners? And how, you know, is it is it one of those programs? Programmers are often quite expensive and, and difficult to access. So, with WordPress, is that the same or is it different? I think I use the word well, use the word partner and the word programmer. I think you you fundamentally you don't need a programmer, you don't need a coder, you do need somebody who perhaps understands WordPress uh, is is using it reasonably regularly. I mean, to be honest, you can do it all yourself, but there undoubtedly is a bit of a learning curve. And the classic we find is that we get clients and we. We develop websites and then they come up with the immortal three words, can, can we, we just? just? Yeah, they're our favourite words, I think. Aren't they? And it's it's those it's 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 adding that functionality that sometimes a bit of extra knowledge can be can be useful. But I think one of the beauties of WordPress, when you when you've got a platform that 
I don't know what the, the up-to-date figure, but last time I looked was hosting something over 50 million websites around the world. I can world. probably tell you that. It's actually, yeah, well, 50,000 uh, WordPress websites are launched every day. And it's uh, apparently, it is powering about 35% of the entire internet. So yeah, it's, it's quite quite out there. So there you go. It's And if you've got a platform that is so widely used, inevitably there are a lot of people who at least claim to be able to to help you with it. I think that there are, as, as in, with everything in life, there are some are better than others, and it's about finding somebody who you, you get on with and, and you find can deliver appropriately for you. But actually, there are, whether you're looking for somebody just to do a one-off job where there are a lot of these um, growing a range of uh, freelancer websites, you can there can be some great opportunities there. Or if you're looking for a long-term partner, then there's, again, there are many, many people out there, obviously including us, who can work with you on your website. And and I think, again, one of the beauties of, of, of WordPress is because it's fundamentally an open source platform, that the, the costs of using it can be quite modest. And, and I think the way it works, that because it doesn't require a lot of coding, because it's very functional, actually doing stuff on WordPress can be quite quick and easy often, which, which again, can help keep, uh, keep costs down. And I think because the other thing, I mean, WordPress by itself has a, a set of functionality, but one of the really nice things about it is that it basically works by adding functionality through plugins. And the fact is that people have been using WordPress to deliver websites for as we said, about 16 years. So most of the can we justs that people have thought of in a general business application have already been thought of. And what, and in many cases where they are sort of core or common requirements, there is a plugin for it. So it's not even a case of finding a program to do it for you bespoke. You will be able to find that somebody has already written that functionality as a plugin for WordPress. And most of these, or a lot of them, are done commercially and so they are well supported and continually updated so that's a really good tool for for developing extra functionality it is but i would just raise a um, a word of caution there that i said minutes ago that one of the beauties of wordpress is that the underlying code is free and that can lead a lot of people in developing websites to try and only work with free plugins mm. and and i think there is a danger there because there's no question as you move to more specific functionality that having that functionality that is supported is very beneficial for a number of reasons. One, it means that when you're trying to implement it for your particular requirements, there's somebody out there who's going to be ready, willing, and able to help you. A lot of these plugins are actually developed by relatively small companies, mm. so they are they are pretty good at, at supporting you if, if, you're, if you're supporting them by paying for it. And, and the other thing is that if a plugin is commercially viable for the, for the developers, then they are much more likely to, to keep developing it and, and move it forward as WordPress inevitably develops and, and the underlying software. Again, PHP, which is one of the coding languages that that WordPress relies on again that as that moves forward and gets more complicated so plugins are updated to embrace the new opportunities yes one of the uh, you, you mentioned there about commercial plugins and, and plugins that we pay for and we use a lot of we use a number of those and we have sort of universal licenses for those that we we pass on to our clients um, but one of the key ones i think that a good example of that is elementor which is a, a sort of a page builder plugin because one of the things i think that's happened most recently probably over the last 18 months has been the switch from having to 
code sort of template layouts or to use a, a, a theme. That used to be the case. You either, built, you, you either bought a theme which had all the uh, layouts in it or you coded it yourself. And one of the big developments over the last 18 months has been the rise of these page builders which allow you to build themes. And one of the ones we use is a thing called Elementor. So again, we, we, we're very much uh, a fan of Elementor. So do you want to tell us a little bit about why that is? Yeah, I, th- I think I'll just um, rewind a little bit just to, to touch on the fact that we were saying, I was saying earlier how WordPress was pitched as being very, uh, very easy to use, but then as it became more sophisticated and you could do more with it in terms of your layouts and your designs, undoubtedly though it went through a phase where you had to be pretty good at coding to be able to develop a design for your website, which was a, a limitation. And initially that limitation was addressed by people doing, as you said, Duncan, themes and and templates, so you got an an instant look. I think the problem with those is that there were so many of them that, again, they were often not maintained and updated. So, So you ended up finding that your your whole website got stuck because the theme that you built your website on maybe five or six years ago wasn't updated and as, as new versions of WordPress and new versions of, of software come out your your theme just won't won't manage it and to be honest you to be honest you are a wee bit stuck there so yeah. that was definitely a, a downside of, of themes and templates but yes it's the the new way has been to uh, rather than say well we'll design it for you to actually make the whole design process much more intuitive and much easier. And and of all of the page builder plugins that have have come out in the last uh, uh, 18 months, two years, there's no question that Elementor has, has, uh, where we're at now, won the race because it really is the... uh, the number one page builder plugin. I think, you know, recently they've just announced their four millionth download, which I think says something. And and again, it reinforces what I said earlier about the fact that so many people are using it means that there are incentives to, to keep it updated and move it forward. And, and undoubtedly, Elementor is being developed very rapidly. I might say there is a, although there is a very good free version, there is a pro version which is is paid for, which is not a huge amount of money, but you get a lot of support and a lot more functionality. Mm. And it's another example of where actually being prepared to invest in your own website by using paid plugins is really a win-win because it, it protects you, gives you more functionality and, and encourages development. Yeah, and I think, I mean, you mentioned uh, updates a lot there. And one of the things that has really come become clear over the last few months is how good the WordPress updating process is. Typically, it's updated every 150 days, and a lot of that is, is down to security, which we'll come on to in a minute. But we're currently on version 5.2, which interestingly is called Jacko. No, we're not. We're on 5.2. Three. Oh, we're on five, oh, my stats are out of date then. But 5.2, which is the, the might one even on stats. be 5.4. Yeah. But the point I was getting, well, the, the 5.2 was called Jacko. I'm not quite sure what 5.4 is. And right through uh, WordPress, they have they've named their updates after jazz musicians. So, uh, and this one's for Jacko Pristorius. Um, but that's a, a by the by. The point I was going to make is that we're on 5.2 or 5.3 or 5.4 over the past 16 years. Those updates have come through every 
two or three, or, you know, every every six months. And at no point has there been a sort of a cliff edge where you have had to uh, completely scrap it and start again. They have always been backwardly compatible. And recently, we've had a couple of, of clients coming to us, one using Magento, another one using Joomla, where they've got a situation where moving from one version of the, pro- the software to another has meant completely rebuilding the website. Uh, and obviously, there's quite a significant cost to that. With WordPress, never say never, but I don't think that situation has ever arisen. So there is this sort of element of, of sort of future-proofing, I think, even though it is being, being continually and regularly updated. Yeah, I mean, there was the, 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 sh- the shift from version 4 point to version 5 point was a big one. But, um, but you're right that at, at no stage... Has, has WordPress? Have you have you not just been able to update your WordPress? I think there were a number of plugins were a little bit caught out by the, the switch from version four to version five of WordPress. But again, the the, the leading players were pretty quick off the mark to to catch up. And, and this is a good reason why using support well supported plugins is, is important because there are times when this this whole backwardly compatibility requires the plugin manufacturers to be or plugin coders to be continually updating it to, to fit with uh, the current version of WordPress yeah and, and undoubtedly as as we, we we talked about Elementor being the very much the leading page builder there are other plugins which have have developed positions as being very strong contenders to deliver core functionality for things such as forms and uh, custom fields, which gives you more flexibility on your data, and perhaps most significantly e-commerce, where WooCommerce is the uh, is very much the the leading um, e-commerce platform for WordPress. And and I think unless you have very complex e-commerce requirements, it can be a a very powerful solution with all the benefits of of, of WordPress bundled into it. Yeah. Okay. Now, one of the things that's often sort of or criticisms that's leveled at WordPress is security and it is true that I mean it, it's it's understandable that when it is so ubiquitous and the code is open and accessible to anybody that it is a bit of a target for hackers and this is something that people sort of uh, suggest is one of the reasons for not using WordPress now I think we have a slightly different opinion on that and while we we, we acknowledge that that is the case I think it is one of those things that it if it's managed effectively it's not not an issue. So do you want to tell us a bit about yeah. well, sort of uh, yeah. our approach to security and why we don't think this whole sort of magnet for hackers thing is... Uh... I, I think I, I just look at, at our practical experience over, as you say, 10, 15 years. I think over all of that time, while I, woke, I can't say that we have never had any client websites, the only time, and it's only been a small, hmm. you know, half a dozen times that that I recognize it and every single time it has been when a client has had a website that hasn't been hasn't been kept up to date and our experience is that if you keep your site up to date with the the regular update from mm-hmm. WordPress you the, the sites are pretty secure and I think as on the one hand as you say that it's because it's so popular it's a magnet for hackers the other side of it is it's it's a bit of a game that mm. just as the hackers are keen to try and find a way in there are lots and lots of WordPress coders who are keen to to, to block and block any loopholes and, and make sure that the, the whole platform stays secure. So 
for most people, if if a vulnerability is found, that vulnerability is plugged pretty quickly. Yeah, and I think that's true. And this is hence the reason why keeping it up to date is important. But any significant vulnerabilities are very widely publicised. So it's very easy to, um, to as you say, update the, the, that software to make sure that it's... Uh, and and I, I, I reiterate, whatever anybody says, we have practical experience yeah, no, of many, agree. many WordPress websites over a good number of years and our experience is it just is not a problem yeah and where it as you say on the handful of occasions where it has happened making sure you've got good backup something again that we uh we very much advocate in practice um is it, it, we have never had a situation where a website being compromised has caused a, a significant issue for a client because as i say it's only happened a few times but we've always been able to to get the website back to where where it was which isn't i mean to be honest most of the issues we've had where uh, hacking has been a real issue it has been on other things like for example uh, magento or, or the like which is much more difficult to update um, and so tends maybe not to be as updated as frequently as wordpress okay well we we've, i think that's sort of done hopefully a, an interesting and useful background into wordpress and why we use it so as normal um we try and sort of come out with some some what should I do if this has resonated with me tips so David what would you suggest if people are thinking well I've got a WordPress site or I want a WordPress site and then what do I do next you know what, well, what should they do I, th- I think I'll, I'll pick pick up on the second point you there if, if you currently don't have a WordPress site and you are you know you keep hearing all about it and think well I don't really want to start from scratch and build a new site um, that there it, it can be does depend on it on an individual website but it can be quite practical to look to recreate your website maybe as it looks and functions now with it use uh, switch it to the wordpress platform and that's something we do quite regularly for clients who have a site they're quite happy with but they want more functionality out of it and they want to to benefit from the cost effectiveness of adding functionality through wordpress so i think that don't don't think oh i've got to wait till i need a new new website to before you, you explore wordpress because there are so many benefits that um having your site in wordpress can uh, can bring yeah. And I would say a couple, that's for if you don't currently have a WordPress site. If you do, there are a couple of things I would suggest you do. One is go and check it's up to date. Um, and if it isn't, update it. Now, up- updating it is uh, pretty much the uh, the click of a button. We um, And we uh, actually, when we're updating things, we have a, uh, a system that will automatically back up the website before you update it. So if there are any issues, you can just roll it back, which I think is a good idea. But make sure your website's up to date. And also do an audit of your, your website and look at all the plugins and you can check whether there are websites and we'll, we'll put a link in, in one of the posts we do associated with this, this podcast to plugin vulnerability databases where you can actually go and put in the name of a plugin and it will tell you if it has any known vulnerabilities and what you need to update it to to get rid of them. So I would do that. And Thirdly, I would say make sure you're running a security plugin. We use one called WordFence. Again, it, there's a very good free version. You can, there is a paid version, but to be honest, we've yet to find a, uh, a really good reason to pay for it. It's, it, it let's say the, the free version is great, but make sure you're running that security plugin because that will create a bit of a, a sort of a barrier between the hackers and your website. And I'll just add one final thing, not exactly about WordPress, but uh, 
indicative of just how WordPress works in the real world. Uh, and that's just a point on, on SEO, because I know there's a lot of people really uh, to, um, are very focused on SEO, that WordPress has some really good SEO tools, uh, which mm. we've talked about in the past. And uh, there's one that we really rate called Yoast. And we had a, a situation last year where we wanted to optimize a page on one of our websites and simply using Yoast to support that WordPress website and the optimization, we managed to get a number one ranking on Google, I kid you not, within two and a half hours. Now, it was exceptional, and if you want to know more, you know, get, get, get in touch. But it just goes to show that you really can have some very major impacts doing it yourself. It's, it, was, it was not easy, it took, took about half an hour's work. Um, but it's just an example of how WordPress and the, the associated plugins can really impact your business. And never forget that whether you use WordPress or anything else, your website is nothing more than a tool for your business and stay focused on your business. And on that, we will leave it. I'll just finish with a couple more stats because I've got them here and just some monthly stats that every month there are more than 400 million people viewing WordPress websites and there are over 21 million WordPress pages that are produced every month. So as you say, as, as we've said, it is it's pretty ubiquitous. So we'll leave it there. And as usual, if you want to uh, find out anything more, you'll find posts about this and many other interesting subjects on bsamarketing.com. You'll find previous podcasts on podcast.bsamarketing.com. And you'll find regular updates from us on Twitter and LinkedIn at BSA Marketing. So until next time, happy marketing. Bye for now.